Hello. Hello. Hello, Dre Barrows. We're back at you. Hello, Governor. Howdy doody. First time in three weeks. Oh, shit. Has it been that long? What has been occurring in America? Not much. I got outed with a fridge yesterday, but that's the limit of my... Uh, it came It came down on top of me. Oh, maybe they're trying to bump you off. I got the scar to prove it there. Um, oh. I just about held it up because you're not supposed to lay a fridge. I blame that Joricks. Oh, the Dutchman. He hasn't, he hasn't been doing... I said he was a good egg yesterday, but obviously he wasn't enough of a help. And he was on the other side with my father-in-law and I was at the back. No, with the, 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 the guy we picked it up from, I, I'm sorry, at the dock. So maybe, I don't know, maybe he had it in for me. But sorry, Yorick, I'm just speculating here. But anyway, how are you after your adventures to Glastonbury? Oh, very good. Just all over the place. Busy. I stuck a mini review out earlier and said how I've been all over the place the last few weeks. We've had visitors as well. Oh. And then we're off to Londinium this weekend. London Town? Talk to me, yes. We were going to go. I mean, the dreaded thing of COVID is struck again and... My wife's big birthday next week. We were going to see Joseph on stage, which she was in when she was a kid, and some fucking twat on the cast, on the, the company, have got COVID, so they've shut the whole show down until Sunday, and our tickets were Saturday. Oh, back off. So it's all been postponed, so I don't know when we're going to that, but we're still going to go up and see the father-in-law, Oh, nice, nice, yeah, and have a bit of a, a break. How many days is that then, Governor? Uh, only nipping up for a couple of nights. Oh, okay, because obviously it's your wife's birthday next Tuesday, I believe. 40 years. I meant to ask, was it 40? I couldn't, I was trying to rack my brain, because I know my brother's 30, 40 next year. I don't want to talk okay. about him. All right, yeah, we'll forget my, uh, my brother. <laughs> Fucking let down. That's that's all he <laughs> He don't listen. He's too busy doing fuck all to listen. Smoking. <laughs> Putting his leg up. No. Um anyway, uh what what we normally do, folks, if you're new to this, if you're new a new Dre Barrow, we usually have a little segment at the beginning of the show and it's called Oh, he's uh, underwater this week. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I've got a little bit of beer news this side. Uh, a bit of worrying beer news, really. But um, I don't want to drag on too long because I'm thirsty. So uh, yes, over here, there's a danger to the bank holiday. Now we have a bank holiday, slightly different to your holidays over there. But we have one in May, May bank holiday, and we have another one in August. And the August one's coming up in a couple of Mondays' time. And hmm. there's a big threat to it. What do you mean? Why is it go it's not going? Well, there's a, a logistics firm called GXO, which supplies just over 40% of all UK pubs and restaurants with uh, their beers and beverages and whatever else. Hmm. And uh, the drivers have decided that they will strike 
just before the bank holiday. You it's do. an argument about the readies. I ain't getting enough of them. And that so threatened brands, been... big brands such as Heineken and um, other big brands. So 40% of British pubs are getting a little bit jittery. I mean, the timing of it is fucking unbelievable because the pubs, you know, we're allowed to go in and don't have to have masks and stuff for the yeah. time being. Um, yeah. But there's a, yeah, about a thousand drivers all over the country have decided they're going to strike for 24 hours from 10 a.m. on August the 24th. So, uh, oh, shit. have to get a few cans in and have it from home. Well, or if I, I wonder, does that apply to the supermarkets as well, or is it just the the, the barrel kind of beers? Uh, oh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, not 100% sure. It was to do, it just said the pubs and restaurants. So I'm gathering it's just the, uh, oh, the old Dray tired side of things. Hey. Well, you know so what, what I suggest is, my suggestion is if this goes ahead, right, and I don't know their dispute, obviously they need more money or something like that. But um, on top of what we've got over here called the pingdemic, which is uh, threatening food supplies and stuff. Why well, you about that? Yeah. yeah, you get pings, you have to isolate and all oh. this stuff. And it's affecting too many people all over the thing. So it's on top of that. So what I suggest is go to your local brewery and buy some beers from that and help the independent trader. That is absolutely the right thing to do. And if, if pubs are listening and breweries are listening as well, maybe they can come to some kind of arrangement where they get a few barrels shipped into the pubs as well. Could so. Do. Easy. You know, you, it depends. I think you have to be a free house for that, don't you? So, oh, yeah, maybe it's yeah, probably going to affect pubs that are under, under um, you know, the, the bigger conglomerates, like Green like. King and um, oh well, well, Brains yeah, is a big thing, right? You know, stuff yeah, like all that. Yeah, one of those type of chains, but it's it, it said Heineken, so it's uh, they supply as we know Guinness. We they do actually. You're right. Yeah, they they are. Yeah, oh, God. Well, so what's this place? Oh, it's going to be a nightmare for one whole day. Can't ever be a. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people panic, don't they, for Christmas, and it's like one day. Oh, it's going to get. Let's get stocked up for that one day. Well, two days technically, yeah. Boxing Day. Yeah, you know, we need to get everything in. The bloody yeah. shops are open uh, two days later, or your twenty-four hour place is open. You know, Londis or something, or Spa. You can run down there. <laughs> The old happy shopper on the corner, you know, any of them. <laughs> I bet little keeps open, doesn't that it? It was a bit sad, up. actually. There was one happy shopper that used to still be open in Biddyford, and when I drove past the other day, it was now shut. Oh, no. What's happening? It's What's gone happening? the same way as uh, Quick Save. Quick Save and... Um... <laughs> And oh, do they, the Wimpy's still open down in Biddeford? The Germans, the Germans with Aldi and Lidl have destroyed our happy shoppers. And quick save. I know, just classic British um, brands. Well, you still get the co-ops, I suppose. But, you know, like the valleys where I'm from, as you know, there used to be co-ops dotted all through the valley, you know, co-op superstore. There was one opposite our house in the valley and then they'd be one but they're all gone i mean they're, they're dying you know the banks are vanishing it's a sad it's sad you know it's sad to see these um, sad anyway that is anyway uh, 
the beer news for this week. And well, by the time we do one next week, we're not sure. In a couple of weeks' time, be interesting to see what happens. The whole oh, come to a grinding halt, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, go on then. I've I've had a bit of a spiel, bit of bullshit, bit of uh, news. Let's yeah. get down to drinking. We ain't had a beer together for a few weeks. What well, we have got in store? What we haven't. So what I've got today is a beer that was purchased for me from uh, who my wife works for called Bobby. Bobby Hansen. Cheers, Bobby. He oh. is Fruity Pellets. Oh, nice one, Bobby. Nice one. Ah, cheers, Bobby. And it's from it's Hazy IPA. And he travelled to the brewery. Um, it's down in Houston. So he actually, it's his favourite brewery. Uh, what's the name of it? Oh, yeah, Great Heights Brewing Company, GH. And he made, it's three and three hours, 15 minutes to go to Houston. And because it's his favourite brewery, he just made the trip down there um, on the weekend. And then um, I got a, oh, he went to the actual brewery itself. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can really get them up here. Um, Tax room and whatnot, I suppose. Yeah, they got a tap room. They got all the shenanigans, which I'll talk about in a bit. But I'll get the pour on so you can have yours because I know you're thirsty there. Fruity pellets. Ooh. That sounds like something Alan would drink, wouldn't he? Ooh. Mm. Don't get that, Danny Local BP. <laughs> <laughs> Down the garage. Um, but oh, yeah, look at that. That's a better pour, isn't it? Than my review. Oh, yeah, no, no, I started to uh, have a few japes and a few joshes about that, just as I poured my beer and it was fucking terrible earlier. You wait till you see. Oh, look out, it could get some flack as well. But that's pretty hazy, right? That's uh, that is what it says on the tin, essentially. It's a hazy Jane, man. It's hazy. Hazy, dude, like the 70s. <laughs> like my recollections of my youth. <laughs> How old were we? Two, three. Um, but you remember. Um, but let's have a taste on it. Does kind of smell a bit fruity, and the, the, I think it has those citra hops, which are fruity. Um, I want to talk about hops one of these days. How did I do that pour before? Is it like this? I can't remember? <laughs> Do a sideways. Let's have a sideways one. Let's have a look. Go on then. Try and drink some. <laughs> You're gonna get Ooh. the dark one on the week on the weekend. It's, you, like right? fucking, it's like a it's like a monkey eating a banana. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, I might have the darch on here in a couple of weeks. Little not on a pod. Oh, I couldn't stand him on a pod, but you know, for a brief mini review or a or, uh, Definitely get him on. Yeah, you're gonna see him in a couple of weeks. Get him on. I want to see his face on that little mini thing or something and see what he makes of a craft beer. Get his I'll opinion. Wait I'll wait till he's had a few lagers because he won't drink nothing else. And then I'll wait till he's had a few dances so he's a bit sweaty, and then I'll hand him a craft beer mm. and I'll uh, film him. <laughs> Disgusting. <Yeah. laughs> right, so, yeah, so you got the, anyway, you got the your... hazy, fruity pellets hey. on. Well, mine, mine, there's a story behind mine, but I'll just quickly go into it, okay. a longer story, which is, mine is my fourth beer from Glastonbury the other week. Oh, we sort of uh, yeah. Yeah, I've done three reviews. I had four beers, you see. I've done three reviews while I was there. Uh, 
you know, mini ones. And then um, I held this back because on the way out of Glastonbury, we were going, well, we we're going through Glastonbury. We were going to go up the tour, which is like this um, sort of abbey on top of a, it's not Glastonbury Abbey, but it's like a very small sort of tower on top of a really pointed hill, which looks out over the plains of Glastonbury, Pilton and Worthy Farm. Yeah. Been up there a couple of times before, and I was going to do this one from the top of it. Oh, but yeah. the trouble is, when we were camping, everyone left at the same time, and there was probably about five thousand people camping. Everyone descended on Glastonbury, and we could the town, and we could not get anywhere near parked. So right. yes. didn't end up going up the tour. We went around the town instead, which was a good sort of mile and a bit away from even the footsteps uh sorry the steps at the bottom of the uh, tour so that was yeah. a bit unfortunate but i've held it back so i can talk about the whole thing a bit more oh, so i've you. got mystery tour which is a fresh and fruity craft ale uh golden ale i should add because yeah. you're not going to see it because i've got my glastonbury vessel oh well that's proper isn't it oh yeah oh Oh, it's like the bells of Wells ringing. Oh, it's like, like Glastonbury Abbey. Yeah, um, exactly. So I've got that, which I'll waffle on about. This is only a light one. It's the lightest of the four. It's only a 3.8%. But I had to do it to complete the quad. So Can you keep the cap for me there, Governor? Uh, yeah. Oh, it hasn't got anything on it. I don't want it. I'm Nothing on it. Okay, no. that's a bit disappointing actually because they've got a nice little symbol which th their symbol is of the tour because the actual um uh, brewery is literally within half a mile of the tour so that would have been nice that little emblem on top there that would have been nice to have had on the top of that oh wouldn't it if you did it like maybe in black against the silver or gold or something yeah you know? i mean like as a Morris man to have on my stick knocking up and down, I would like one with a picture rather than just a Joe Ordinary one. Definitely. It depends on the size of the brewery as well and how, you know, it, I think bigger breweries have that. And I've had smaller breweries before and it doesn't have anything on, you know. So we can't really see what it looks it like. Is, yeah, well, it's just golden. I can see it coming out. It's just a golden, very light urine coloured beer. Okay. Um, what was the percentage, did you say? Low, it's only 3.8. Oh, it's water, really. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, and, and this one is just simple like that. That one I had called Voodoo. I mean, I was I had it in my bag, and then when I'd done the review and I turned it around, it had that great Voodoo character on the back of it, yeah. which is bizarre because none of the others have it. It's so, just out of nowhere. But there we are, nice green label. Yeah, makes it interesting. Right. Look at that! Look, a prop, can you see that proper festival pint? There, oh, that is, that is, yeah, fair play. And, and it's, it's on the fair. front. If you can see, oh, you can see that. That is the emblem of the Glastonbury Festival. Oh yeah, people dancing and jigging about and all that. So let's have a go. All right, let's have a taster. Oh, it smells beery. Not oh. too, not such a strong scent. <clears throat> Oh, it's hoppy. Fairly hoppy. Yeah, like an IPA kind of hoppiness to it. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of citrus in there. But, okay. you know, it's not strong on the alcohol at all. So it's like, 
you know, it's the equivalent of drinking water type of thing. Or been our uh, little spears or something, you know, from the... Yeah, but it's more taste to it. It's not oh, just yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, it's... I always find with really, really cheap beers, we talked about it before, there's that metallic, you know, you can taste it's cheap. This is yeah. nice so far. Oh, fair play. Oh, that's good. And it's overall, I'm, I'd be interested to know your kind of perception because you've had a few of these beers now, just an overall glance. Oh, look out. What's oh, the heck? Gaseous. It's, it's, it's gassy, isn't it? Oh, it's gaseous. Beyond that, I told you. Proper festival beer. Oh, yeah, that's how you want it. No. Oh, fair play. No, it's a good, this is a good one to hide onions in. Oh, God. I'm haunted by onions in my beer, folks. I, I once had a couple of pints full of onions. Don't ask. But it, it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> you, you, you try turning around at a festival, having a lovely beer, just have a sip, turn around. Oh, something's over there. Turn around and a bloody onion floating in your pint. How would you react? Huh? Well, I'll tell you what, there's a certain skill to get a peeled onion in someone's beer without knowing. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it probably lends itself to the craft beer scene today. Would that be on a level with your pickle? It was beer? on, I mean, when that happenstance occurred, you know, it was all good. It was all japes. And um, I, say, I remember it very well, but within yeah. about an hour, Things turned slightly sour, didn't they? And, and a certain darch that we've mentioned almost crushed your skull. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, I remember it fondly. What In a vice-like grip. Because he, you know, he doesn't understand the, the subtleties. We talked about the chinning game and a bit of that. Mm. But if you sort of uh, tap him, it comes back a hundredfold. And unfortunately, yeah. the ref over there... It was cross lines, and I, I don't know what I, I had pulled the man off from popping your head like a coconut. I don't know what the heck went wrong and how things deteriorated so fast. I can't. I have not much of a recollection, but I do remember that vividly. But it, it's it like the darch. We talk about the wall in hands. So our old friend Chris Wall and big hands. John's got big hands, but he's got strong hands with it as well. You know, and there's. There's no, um, what's the word? Uh, there's no line, I suppose. You, you, there's no you, subtlety. No subtlety, that's the word. It's, um, yeah, know, it's, it's just so one. hard to go home. It's... Yeah. No, so, anyway, uh, yeah. you, you lived, you lived, so thank you I for did, that. I did, and we uh, digress. And I don't want to... It's the Drayman's knowledge, not the Drayman's knowledge, so we're no. um, thankful yeah. It's a hey, by the way, this is a 6.2 percent. I know yours is a, a, a three, three, uh, mine's a sixer on this, so it's not you know, we talk about how heavy the beers are over here, but that's not massively heavy. And the style here's one for Lawrence the style is IPA New England IPA style, so um, I don't think he would care too fondly on that. Sorry, Bobby. You may not appreciate what you've done oh, here. Let me step in here a minute because you've mentioned Bobby again. Mm. We we'll have to do a, a, a an intergalactic or oh yeah. cheese. But talking of Bobby, my old man's called Bob, and uh, it's oh, his seventy eighth birthday today. So, uh, are you serious? I didn't know Bob's seventy eight. 
today. 78 today, yeah. Oh, fair play on. He's a good and in man. In fact, I sent him the, these four beers for his birthday. And he's getting into the craft beers a bit, isn't he, your old man? He is, he, if I give them to him. Yeah. If not, <laughs> he doesn't. Or is he he's, just a bit, he's one of those people that would drink it if you hand it to him, but he wouldn't. He'd just probably buy the same stuff. You know, what does he do, buy down in Essex there? What does he, has he got a go-to beer that he keeps in the fridge? Fucking lager, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's a geyser, I give him that. He's a geyser, he goes down, <laughs> racking on the cobbles. Anyway, anyway. cheers, Yeah, cheers. Better. Oh, wrong way. Okay, let's do it this way. Cheers. Your screen's different to mine. I should be going this way. I know. Anyway. Hey, anyway. Cheers to Happy Bob. Birthday, Bob. Happy birthday and many more to come, Sunshine. Cheers, Bob. Mm. And thanks, Bobby, for the beer. So a good good on good on them folks. Um yeah, I guess I can talk about my brewery if you want, or do you want to start uh, tell us about no, carry on? No, go on. All right, I won't we'll say much. Down uh, in Houston. Down in Houston. <laughs> go down, see the rockets. Oh yeah, of course. It's uh space capital, isn't it? We did we um, a problem. Houston, we got a problem. We ran out of Larka. <laughs> what are you building those rockets on there, there you know? And uh, hey, what's um they're using, using our bread and our beer, aren't they? Get our Bezos up in the atmosphere. No wonder that's why we get all those problems. Hey, where did old uh, Branston launch from? By the way, was that Houston? Do you know I've got this something right with old Branston Pickle and yeah, and Bezos, Bezos, and this other guy. I think an Indian guy is going up soon. Oh, all right, yeah. Do you find it interesting that the technology? Oh, it's so fucking wonderful these days, and blah 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 blah. blah. They couldn't put any fucking cameras on the outside of the rockets oh you didn't see any footage did you of that i just showed from one fixed point i oh, didn't show okay. from well like, we can have a fucking pinhole camera that fit you know in an earring or whatever they couldn't put multiple ones of them up and then all around the actual rocket itself to prove to like to prove to the flat earth community that yes, there's a curvature. I thought the whole point of Brampton going up there was that he, you know, he was going to fly up to see the curvature of the earth, but no, he just got to see some fucking old bloke. Looks like he works at St. John's just laughing and floating. Yeah, about. That was the old photos of him like this and all this. And then old fucking Bollocks. Bezos chucking grapes into a, 16 year old's mouth or something oh I, I got bored by that stage once Branston did I was like eh, and none of them it. none of them were going oh my god look out the window no they were all yeah they they're were all doing oh, I know yeah. they're all floating about and that's fun I get it right but we have photos of the International Space Station outside and we get photos of the satellites outside and stuff like that why didn't we see any of these ships outside in space yeah or, or the cameras they could have surrounded that with tiny little cameras to get the complete view of everything around. Yeah. No, that's one fixed space. It's fucking bullshit. It should have been a bloody drag, that. I, I, all the money they have as well. They were in a you bloody... ever seen about what's his name? Old Buzz Aldrin's 
That's an oh. interview with old Conan or Conan or something like that. Or Conan one of them. O'Brien. O'Brien. I don't think it's quite him, but it's one like that. It's not Kim or the other one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not Corden. It's a few years back. Oh, and uh, they're talking about television on the moon. He says, oh, when we saw those pictures of television on the moon, and Buzz stops him uh, and he says, you mean a simulation? He said, there isn't TV. There wasn't TV on the moon. You saw a simulation of what we did. So he was like saying, oh, we went there. Yeah, but we didn't film it. Because so. they have to keep stopping Aldrin, didn't they? Because as he's getting older, he just says things randomly. Uh, yeah, no, I have heard that. Like the monolith on one of Mars's moons. He said, that's the most interesting thing in the solar system. And then he yeah. said... Um, the skip, there was someone, he said it was hacked, but he said the scariest thing is the pyramids of Antarctica. Jeez. And then he got deleted. Oh, shit. Now I've heard about that as well. Anyway, we are going on into uh, our thoughts on uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah, sorry, that's yeah. the. Let's go back to the conspiracy knowledge. Wait, what? Yeah, well, what, listen for that one, folks. That's coming. Oh, it's already out there, or is it? Um, the great. Heights Brewing Company. Sorry, I didn't quite get its name earlier. Great Heights Brewing Company. I like, I like the it. name of that, the Great Heights. That I remember is when cool. I used to call my my family home the Heights. You did. For you a did. little bit. It wasn't <laughs> called that at all. I just used to put it in my address. <laughs> no, you did. And I, I actually call this place on Untapped, which I always talk about, but I call it Lloyd Towers because we're at oh, the yeah. third. <laughs> I would, but um, yeah, it's an independently owned small brewery and tap room. So they've got a little tap room there, located on the near north side of Houston, Texas, in the Garden Oak, Oak Forest neighborhood. Nice, it sounds beautiful. Um, it's pretty new. They've only been established since twenty seventeen. So it, I kind of like their little history. They, they, I don't know who set it up. They don't give much information on that. But the people, you know, the names, and I like to have names, you know. To the, yeah, to the, I do. Same with my one this week. I couldn't find any names. No, but they, so it was 2017, and they put in brackets, it was hot, right in the middle of Hurricane Harvey, and they say it was rainy. Eventually, the waters receded, but apparently the heat is here to stay, obviously. It's bloody Texas. Um, but they continue to brew handcrafted beers for thirsty Houstonians to enjoy. And I wonder if they say Houstonians because, like I said, I haven't seen it around here. It's kind of centered just around Houston and they're not really getting it outside of Houston itself, you know? Yeah, I, like, I like to add things like Houstonians, but would it, I also would, would it sound better as Houstonites? That's a good point. Because I live in Roundswell and I call myself a Roundswellian. <laughs> and we call ourselves San Antonians and Aust and I think in Austin they say Austinites. So that's a very good Yeah, point. Austinites is how I like the little affliction on, on what, what people decide on. Yeah, how do you distinguish? I'm trying to think. Well, maybe you should have called yourself not Lloyd Towers, you should have called yourself the presidential couch. <laughs> hey when we move to the new house there's room for stuff like that <laughs> um yeah we have to think of a name for it that'd be good 
Well, I already actually tagged the creek out there because you've seen me down in the creek before, Dre Bowers. I did a review out there, but I co- I've changed the name, at least on Untapped. And, and uh, it's called Foursquare. It names places and stuff like that and, and buildings and businesses. But I called the creek the Draymond's Creek. I've officially oh. changed it. <laughs> change it to Cripple Creek. It's got to be. I know, and maybe I'll change it for that. Up on yeah. Cripple Creek? Awesome. When they, I'm having a beer up on Cripple Creek today. The actual name of it, and I we looked it up on a map, historically it's called... Up on Leo. Cripple Creek, let's wish you sounds me you found... The band, Dre Barras. But it's called Clear Fork. Clear Fork Creek. That's the official name. You know, I love some of the names over there. Like when you was on about you know the babbling brook or dripping something and and, and, oh, dripping they, springs. That, they, and then you just mentioned that place summit oak they just oh yeah like type of place you'd like to go to there's there's a creek actually not far from here and it's called hollering woman creek and that's the official <laughs> name of it and apparently it's haunted and the, a ghost there's some story about we've got to go i mean we need to do another podcast on strange things like because i used to live on that year out that we all had from uni and i was down in cornwall the garage uh where i used to go to fill up with uh, petroleum and diesel and whatnot yeah was about two miles from where i lived i lived in a little place called verian but the garage was in a place called Bessie Beneath. And it was called really? Bessie Beneath because they burned and buried a witch there in, in fucking dark times. And old Bessie is buried beneath. Oh, my God. I love names like that relate to those stories, you know? There's a certain name for it, isn't it? Well, it's kind of like... Um, not entomology, that's the study of bugs. But there's a name for it where names come from and the history of of words yeah. and names and why we come up with these phrases. And I love all that. Oh, look out, the draymen are coming with a... Because I've got loads of stories like that as well. I read a lot into that. Um, so maybe... The maybe. most interesting name I've ever been to, and we'd like to find a bit of history about this, and unfortunately there was a girl in the year below us at school we went there on a field trip and it was called her name was penny hum humwicks or something like that really oh the place we went to in south devon and you can look it up on a map dray barrels type it in it's called penny come quick i've heard of it yes i've heard of that um, pretty racy pretty racy place it is a bit racy i read something about that as well myself Oh, we're not going blue again we made that mistake a few yeah. months no. anyway we'll, we'll come back to that look i'm not going to say too much more about this brewery they are open all week they've got longer hours on the weekend as most of these do they are pretty sustainable so they say um they they, they go through a lot of grain obviously in brewing and such but they they don't trash it the spent grain gets packaged up and given to local farmers as livestock feed Oh shit, imagine a livestock munching on that used grain from the alcohol. Have a beery old milk there. That's what those milk, those milkshake beers are from. (laughs) God, at least they're not in the onion patch. Oh my god. Imagine that milk. But 
<laughs> the oh. defect in this one is bleach. <laughs> look up the reference, folks. Um, uh, but hey, look, yeah, they got pizza stuff like that. I'm gonna, um, and I'll talk. I'll let you talk about your brewery before I list some of their beers because they've got some interesting stuff on the go here. So okay, 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 okay. Right, let's talk about the Glastonbury craft scene. It's from Glastonbury Ales. They were set up in 2006. Small, small independent um, brewery. Um, And I drove past the entrance to it. And as we drove past, my wife said, oh, we should have popped in there. But we were desperate to get to the tour. Mm. And then we had somewhere else to go after that. Really, if we'd have known that we couldn't have parked anywhere near, I could have popped in. But yeah, it's always the next time because I'm always up around there every couple of years. Oh, definitely. So, um, I definitely do want to go and see them because the four beers that I've had, I've enjoyed. This is the lightest one, and I just to list the ones I had before: I had Lady of the Lake, Hedge Monkey, and Voodoo. Which actually, I know, maybe I got sucked in by the the voodoo type of witch doctor type of guy on the back, but that yeah. really was my favourite. Um, like live and let die, the voodoo Yeah, doctor. yeah. yeah like what was and his then, name? Exactly. Um, so he, he was, he, he, they're really nice. Place. They also do um, Lime Bay, which is a winter gin. Mm. And recently they're developing the craft cider scene. Oof. Oh, bullshit. Um, and where they do berry ciders and <laughs> things with apples and stuff. Sugar rushes. <laughs> and, and um, they've, they've ventured into that type of thing at the moment. But okay. they're still small. You, As far as I could tell, you couldn't go on a brewery tour. You can go to the shop there. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if they did have, you know, like a little tap room or maybe a couple of pumps on or something like that. But, yeah, you can buy... Oh, excuse me, a bit late over it. Um, you can buy straight from them, and they also supply, like, if you had a wedding, they do all supplies like that. No matter how small or big your order, they can cover it, because they also do, you know, plastic uh, cups and things to supply for big events. And they have done festivals before, and I'm sure they was at the Glastonbury Festival. I mean, when I stayed there, we were on Worthy Farm, which is where the Glastonbury Festival is. Yeah, we went all around places that we'd been to before, but usually with about a hundred and ninety thousand people, and there was only like five thousand people there, so it was lovely. Oh, um, we got to yeah. see the fields green and lush, and under the pyramid stage with no- nothing covering it, just all the, like the scaffolding, bare bones of it. That's crazy. So these guys it. support all stuff like that, independent traders, and they're doing really well. So. Do they do food and stuff like that then there, or is it just... No, not that I've seen, but um, like Glastonbury is is a magical town. I've been to some places, but it's a small town, like you couldn't really get lost there, but they've got the Glastonbury Abbey and stuff, but like walking up the high street, there was a guy dressed as a wizard. Oh, that's brilliant. To have your photo with him. Oh, great. There was the druggies and the layabouts in the in the churchyard, just getting pissed, all happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah friendly and environment. There was this very strange guy sitting outside a shop 
singing, um, holding up a sign saying how hungry he was and all this stuff. And um, he was singing along to Disney songs. What? <laughs> Disney song playing and he was just singing with it. But you uh, understand why he is where he is. Absolutely you, awful. Do you remember that Ali G sketch? And he was talking to those protesters, yes. you know, and he goes, and they're going, we are the see uh, people are you one of the fairy folk exactly like that the whole it's town like that. that yeah oh shit we need to stop it i'd love to go there in the winter maybe when it's a bit quieter and just yeah well we're talking about i mean we've been there a few times now like um, yeah i've been to the glastonbury festival full tilt but i've been there three times and then we went to this one um well, like i said on the farm where it is and then we have been like around the town Mm. three times now something like that but yeah the best time to go there is probably off season slightly yeah when it's a little bit at the moment it's really busy and yeah like last time we went up the tour like the view up there there was probably about 30 people at the top of it not many no and they're all spread out but like when we drive past it you could just see that like ants going up the steps, you know, there was just crowded. Yeah. I wonder, so. I wonder if it's, it's probably some Airbnbs. I'll have to look. We've already started planning our 2023 trip, but it'd be kind of cool to stop there if there's like an Airbnb or something, you know. Um, Airbnb, what's that? Oh, it's one of these, uh, all these geysers, they do something where you can stay and they do it up on their own homes and stuff. And they have camper vans and... Uh, oh, I and, know. And, well, and, there's a couple of travel lodges in that there. That'd be good. Well, yeah, that's easy enough, isn't it? But, like, I watched this show on, on, on the BBC and they do it's, like, all over the country. And there's a lot around the West Country and Wales and, and around Hereford and stuff where they just convert... Their part of their home into Airbnbs. So it seems to be a massive thing going on in Britain for that. No, it um, is. I'm pulling your plonker. I know what it is. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Maybe it hasn't quite got out there yet. But no, it's fucking everywhere. It is, isn't it? It's a big thing. Um, but anyway, I, I'll list a couple of my beers because I know you did a few of yours. Um, they do a quarter um, called Coconut Porter. Um, that's a 6.5. That's pretty low for... That blends um, in. Oh, Darch crushing your coconut. Oh, good God. Yeah, I still have nightmares about that. And look, I am a, literally a coconut. <laughs> so, he he was anticipating it. He could see the future. Yeah, he he could see your head would be a coconut, the Darch. Um, but they mostly concentrate on IPAs. You know, they've got the Wama, which is a New England IPA, again, like what I'm drinking. They've got a a colch, which is kind of lager in its way, and it's called lagerish. So that's right. I like that. Bit not lager, bit not. Bit not, you know. So there's a couple they have, you know, but like I say, there's mostly loads of IPAs and a couple of German style beers. Well, the one I am, I'll match your porter because they've got um, a cappuccino porter called Thriller. Mm. Thriller, all that stuff, and then they got Love Monkey. Oh, black as your hat, black as your hat, black as your hat. It's an ale, it's as black as your hat, mate. And then they got this is clever, love it. 
Festival, which is a Christmas beer. Oh, oh shit! You need to get that one. Yeah, we can. Imagine that at Christmas. I know it's not stout, but we, we, I mean, we're trying to do stouts, right? Just keep the stouts. So, could you do that mixed in? I'm. Are we? Is there Ah. We're doing stouts, yeah, yeah, but we can have the beers in between. Yeah, oh, well, we'd still be doing our usual stuff and that, you know, in between, but you got to think. Oh, yeah, if they were stout every day, be shitting coal out for bloody Christmas. Well, you're fucking doing 12 stout, no, 13 stouts each, basically. So that's, that's, that's said. Um, but, I mean, what, why not mix it up? Just throw in a... Try and keep it to stouts. How rigid I are we? Got, no, no, no. We're doing the stout advent calendar. That is setting stuff. Okay, okay. We can do other reviews in between. That's why they call him the governor. We should do... Um, we should do... Christmas lager. Oh, so on. We've, we've Christmas. finished... Christmas, you don't see them. I had a Christmas stout last year, which is a Peaky Blinders one, which is the review that no one's ever going to see. Oh, yeah. Fucking awful. And I was a bit pissed and I massively overgraded them. I but, remember. Uh, yeah, so I deleted it. It's, you it's did, in, did you? It's in, it's in the lost, but it never came out, did it? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's that's in the, the back cell, It's in the back cellar, that one. Oh, okay. Your Duckworth green champion jacket and uh... <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we, we should do Christmas something. No one does a Christmas lager. We drink well, Christmas ale, a Christmas stout, I'm having a Christmas lager. Well, that that could be a challenge for us actually, because if we kind of do our Advent stouts all the way through, you know, you're doing twelve stouts each essentially, and we're going to round it off with this Christmas special on Christmas Day itself. Um, why not make it a Christmas lager? Are we? Yeah, we are. You Christmas fucking day? Yeah, in a Rory. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> I know. What what are we going to do? Just eat turkey and and. Talk of the family for hours on end. Now I'd rather go out on the porch and or at the deck by that stage and have a, a yeah. bloody lager with you, you know. Uh, and uh, talk okay. if if you can swing it, check. Um. Stop anyway. Anyway. Shit. Okay, yeah. go on then. What do we do now? On the cap. Think of something on a cap. I'm sure you've got something lined up. You always do, but. Oh yeah, it's packs of the week. Do you have a, oh, so if you're not new to this, we have a little bit of a moan at the end of our beers because we get down to the dregs of the pint. Um, I've got dregs in here. You can't see it, but yes, I have got dregs in here. Listen. Well, that don't sound right, but yeah. We heard it, but I'm sure the governor wants to go first because I... Uh, do I? I forgot about this part. It's been three I, weeks. That's all right. I, I start I asked, I, I Yeah, you start us off because I'm sure I'll think yeah. of something. I almost had a drag about some uh, something going on on the on the Instagram this week, but maybe you can drag that up in a bit. But um, uh, if my fucking poke has to pop at you again, oh, okay, knock right. him out with his trolley or whatever it is. Um, I tro- trolleyed you. 
in a big way, saying you've got no pallet in there, he can fuck right off. I know, I know. Smacking up right. I mentioned it in my little one earlier, so... Okay, I'm looking out for that. Watch it, Ray Barrows, because I'm sick of this trolleying or what carting or whatever they call it in America. Every fucking name was. Oh, is it Gav? The Gavener or whatever? I Yeah. Was he Welsh? There's a popular name in Wales, Gav. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. At the club, there's always a Gav around. Um, Anyway, look, my brag this week is people who uh, think they're the man by taking their shirts off and walking around town and uh, or just walking about out in public. There's a, so there's a guy, it seems a bit random, there's a guy who walks around here with his pit bulls and he always walks just shirtless. And uh, he's, he's like- He's got oh. his balls out. No, shirtless. He's not good. Oh, pit bulls, Pitbulls. He's pink balls. Oh, he's pitbulls. Oh, he's dogs. Right? Not his but... big old pink balls. His pitbull. It feels like he's almost. I don't know. It's like. Um... Do you know this is complete bullshit? Because when I answered the Zoom call from you earlier, you had no shirt on. <laughs> I was wondering if you saw that. I thought fucking Sasquatch was having a go on the internet. <laughs> But where you, I'm not outside. So we we had to let um, somebody go this week in work, and this was up in Austin. We we fired him. Um, what but, they took he, Did he take his shirt off? Yeah, he. Um, but it, this was actually before he came into the office. He knew, he had to be there at a certain time, and he didn't show up. But then he pulled up in his van, and he's outside in his van. He had to fill up his water tank because we have water tanks in our vans for watering the plants and stuff, you know. Um, he pulled his shirt off, and he's strolling around the van, and he actually started swinging his company blue shirt above his head. Yeah. And all this, and he's like, Blue? Oh, I thought it was green your shirt. Uh, well, it, it was. We changed them to blue ones. They're new ones. They keep changing the shirts every week, which could be a drag in itself. But, I, um, yeah, and I was like, oh, he's the man, isn't he? And he was there outside. Are you fired him? Well, we fired him for other reasons, but not for shirts. Oh, you have to tell me off camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a you problem. You'll know next week. Don't worry. That's uh, but that's I know that's what it. you mean. He reminds me of someone that we used to know, Porno Chris. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot about him with his shirt. Yeah, he, he used to go to work and his and and he'd have like a um a shirt and tie on and his suit. If it was a warm day, and I'm not talking about Texas warm, I'm talking about eighteen or nineteen, and the sun was out, he would undo every button on his shirt take his tie off he didn't quite use it as a bandana he used to put that in his pocket and he yeah. have his shirt completely open put his leather type jacket on top and just walk home like with an open chest all the way down to his belly button and it was all because like if you're hot Okay, if you're hot and, and you know, surely you would just carry your coat. Yeah. It's very, very odd thing to do. That was probably... Is that walking around with your flies undone or something? 
It was one of the oddest, and he didn't he live over Pilton side, so he'd walk over across. Yeah, he can't yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, I do remember always seeing somebody in Barnstable Town Centre, where the square is down there by the museum. Yeah, uh, there was always a man down there, just shirtless, walking around and like strutting his stuff, just in his shorts or or jeans, but shirtless. I'm like, uh, it's. I don't know. There's a certain decorum that you try to keep, right, in in public. And um, I know it gets hot, and I know we do it on holidays when we're out in Greece or Spain or whatever like that. But that's on the beach. You're on holiday, walking around. Yeah, right. Time and a place for it. Exactly. Exactly. And even then, when you walk back to where your towel, your bucket and spade, your windbreak is, you you should cover your nipples at all times. Definitely. Definitely. It's a bit of respect to be upheld, you know, as a gentleman. I mean, there's proper respect if they, if you're proper British and you go abroad and you might wear a, a flip-flop, a sandal, a slider, if you will, or one of those sort of, um, they look like climbing shoes, but they're lots of, uh, lots of tags and Velcro fastenings. Oh, yes. Wear a sock with it. Absolutely. I have to. I, I concur with you because I've been. Yeah, I agree with Victoria. Showing your ankles was pretty, pretty racy. I know. I, I know. used I... that term earlier. Yeah. So why would you? You're on holiday. You've ditched the top of the trainer or the shoe. You've lost yeah. that layer. Definitely. You might have an open toed sandal or something. You can still wear a sock with it. You can, and you can wear those. Those. I had a problem with these. Um, what do they call them? Sports socks, where they come down to your ankle. I really struggled with those, and my mother bought me some once, and I hated them. And I yeah, think didn't you let her know? Oh yeah, you remember that? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I did oh, to my man. death. But I wear them now. Um, so, but at least it's something, you know. It's oh, if you told her, I think my good wife has actually told her about it. You know, he does. Oh. Know. So she's brought oh. it up to make amends. And yeah. she's like, oh, it's okay. That's just Marcus. So, it's, 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 just, it's just Marcus. I was worried about his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have you got a drag or what? Because I, I have nothing. Let's just think of something off the thing. Okay, what about... Well, I think, I don't know if I was talking to you off camera about it or on camera, but yeah, my thing is this week is the resurgence of covid i know in america oh yeah yeah it's hundred thousand yeah. a day and some bands are stopping the tours and things but i saw that yeah yeah, yeah my wife's got a big birthday next week and when we went to glastonbury like although we've been married for 13 years like it, it was our 21st anniversary of getting together man and smooching by the bins Ooh. but um yeah i saw that yeah yeah Proper beer for bins, good ones. But, <laughs> out the um, back. <laughs> um, the bar. And, out, and out the front. And uh, anyway, so it's her big birthday next week. And uh, we were hoping to go to London. Well, we are going to London, as I've said, but we're hoping to go to a show in London that she used to be in called Joseph. Yeah. And we've got tickets and we've got good seats as well. And my little girl was in the production locally, which got cancelled. And some fucking idiot on their thing has got COVID. 
which means that the whole production is shut down. We only found out Monday, and it was supposed wow. to be this Saturday. So it's oh, just goodness. annoying. How just when you think like you're double jabbed and you can carry on, yeah, it's still not. There is no new. This everyone goes on about new, the new normal. There is no new normal. It's just bullshit. It is. It is, and they talk about you know. I hate that term the new normal it's just bollocks and it and i know cases are going down drastically in in britain and they said 75 percent of all adults now are vaccinated i i mean another drag on my part is over here cases are going up significantly and people are outside protesting against it's my right it's my right to, to not have a vaccine and and that they're, they're not getting oh but you've got it. some fucking salts over in america Jeez, you're telling me i mean uh, if you're against things like homosexuality and abortion fair enough oh yeah yeah fucking don't stand on the corner of the road holding it up oh, for days on end because the normal society and the, the more learned of us realize that people are different yeah and realize that they have yes you have a right to protest yeah. They have a right to be who they are. So fucking leave them alone. I know. And you see. Stand outside there as protesting that they're such pricks. And he's, yeah, exactly. Or what, what do they mean? Those people like that. I remember my friend in Devon used to. Oh, there's a. I think he used to call him a conks house. Oh, there's a conks house. And they'd, he'd laugh. And they're like, what are you talking about? Are you nuts? What's a conk? And he'd say, um, Oh, somebody with a big nose. I'm like, you what? What what the heck do you want to do? Go outside and hold banners. Oh, he's a conk. Oh, no. I tell you something. I tell you something. We were driving home when I had the other job and I used to have to drop off my samples and stuff every day. I used to time like do my day so I could pick my oldest son up from school. And then sometimes I drop them off before, but most of the time I pick him up and then drop them off on the way home. And then we drive along Pilton. Yeah. And there's a place at the bottom of Pilton which does tires. And we're oh, sitting at the yeah. we're sitting at the uh, lights, waiting for the lights to change. And I saw this guy walking along with a plastic bag. And he turned and I said to my son, I said, You wait. I said, I hope we can catch him up. I said, this man has the biggest nose in Barnstable, right? And I was kept going on and on and on about it. Anyway, so luckily the lights changed and he was just about to just about to walk off. And we drew up and I went deliberately slow. And my son done the... <laughs> and as we went past him, we must have only been going like five miles an hour. As we went past him, he looked at my son and the nose, the shadow of his nose crossed our car. Oh, <laughs> and my son was absolutely wetting himself. It oh, was, I must have been Roman. It was so, so funny. <laughs> so big, such a big nose, he could smell the future. See, I think so Devon. I'm guessing Devonites. he would be a conk then. He would be. I, a I think these, De yeah, he would be. And I think these Devonites have got a thing about big noses. And have you seen my nose? How it's wonky. It doesn't I quite line up. What's wrong with it? Slightly. Oh, sorry. Slightly. I've got a camera. Slightly this way. When I worked at St. John's, the, you probably remember the, the, the thing came down on my 
head that we had these LDVs with these little um, uh, containers at the back of lids and we used to tie them on with strings where they didn't hold up. And I was looking in the back for two and Darren, my good friend who worked there at the time, he went, ah, I said, what? But it was too late. It pushed my nose this way, so this way, and it's slightly wonky now. You'd have to see in person. Well, it could have been broken, but it was blood everywhere, and I know they can't fix it. I just didn't. No, I'd left it for it, and it went late because Darren oh. was after me. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, anyway, that's so I think remember when that that seeding machine crushed my stomach. Oh shit! Yeah, we shouldn't fucking seed them cunts. I know, I know. We we all could have, I think, the health and safety. Anyway, we're kind of getting towards the end of the time, Dre Barrows. Do you want to? Give it your beer a, a rating there, Governor. Ooh, yeah, sorry, I'm drinking another one now. <laughs> I've, gone on to the, I've gone on to the Heineken before they run oh, out. Oh, I'm on a cider. Uh, it all loops. <laughs> right, Mystery Tour. I've enjoyed all of these Glastonbury beers uh, from the Glastonbury Ales Company. Mm. Uh, this one, however, I must admit, Voodoo was my favourite. Yeah. I'm going to go with... a. Uh, you know, a solid seven point seven point five. I'll go four on this one. I oh, enjoyed it and I drink it again. Easy to drink. That's good. That's a good rating there, and it seemed pretty. Talk good to, to me go. about the hazy. Oh yeah, some great ites down in Ouston of fruity pellets. Oh nice. And I will rate this one. I liked it. It was a good hazy IPA. Cheers, Bobby. And it was a. It's going to be a seven point five for me as well. I, thinking the same as you Jesus. All right. <laughs> i know no i i oh, you liked I, it a bit fruity i i liked it a bit fruity i love a little bit look at the fruit of citrus on the side of the can as well i didn't show that earlier you see that oh, citrus is that yes i don't know yes yeah, and melons or not melons they're not citrus <laughs> lemons <laughs> all right anyway Right, I think that'll do for this evening. We will bid you a fond farewell. Come on, guys.